Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. Today is January 21st, 2019. The day was January 21st, 1919. The Doyle Aaron, or Assembly of Ireland, met at the Mansion House in Dublin as the Parliament of the Revolutionary Irish Republic. At the meeting, the first Doyle declared independence from Britain. This is how their message to the free nations of the world began. The nation of Ireland, having proclaimed her national independence, calls through her elected representatives and parliament assembled in the Irish capital on January 21st, 1919, upon every free nation to support the Irish Republic by recognizing Ireland's national status and her right to its vindication at the Peace Congress. They read the entirety of this message, along with the Declaration of Independence and a democratic program, at the first meeting of the Doyle. That same day, Irish volunteers Sean Tracy, Seamus Robinson, Sean Hogan, and Dan Breen led an ambush in Salohebeg in County Tipperary. The band of volunteers shot and killed two Royal Irish Constabulary officers, Patrick O'Connell and James McDonnell. The officers had been escorting a cart full of explosives, which the volunteers took along with the officers' weapons. The volunteers had acted on their own accord, the volunteer chief of staff, Richard McCaughey, even condemned the act. But Dan Breen later claimed that killing the police and taking their weapons was necessary to start a war. Though there had been plenty of conflict leading up to this point, this day is widely considered the start of the Irish War of Independence. So how did the conflict escalate to this point? Great Britain united with Ireland in 1801 under the Act of Union. That meant that Ireland no longer had a parliament in Dublin. Throughout the 1800s, the demand for home rule grew, though it did have its opponents. Protestants in the North were especially against home rule. But in 1912, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom introduced the Third Home Rule Bill, which would allow autonomy for Ireland within the British Empire. It became the Home Rule Act of 1914, but it was suspended because of the First World War. Some Irish nationalists were optimistic about home rule, but by the late 19th century, many nationalists were eager for self-government. To many, home rule just wasn't enough. Ireland needed total independence, so the Irish Republican Brotherhood, an organization dedicated to establishing an independent democratic republic in Ireland, began planning the Easter Rising, on April 24, 1916, thousands of rebels, including members of the Irish Volunteers and the Irish Citizen Army, strategically seized key places in Dublin. Patrick Pierce, a leader of the uprising, read the Easter proclamation outside the post office, saying that Ireland was an independent republic and that it had a provisional government. Over the next six days, hundreds of people died, more than 2,000 others were injured, and a lot of the city was destroyed. The British government sent in forces to quell the uprising. The Easter Rising was not effective, at least not at first. Initially, the consensus among Irish people was that the Easter Rising had just been too bloody and devastating, 
But folks resented the British response even more. They had arrested thousands of people, sent thousands more to prison without a trial, and executed leaders of the insurrection. Disgusted by British troops' actions after the uprising and the establishment of a military draft in Ireland in 1918, more people became completely resistant to any sort of British rule in Ireland. In the British general election in December 1918, Sinn Féin, an Irish nationalist political party, gained ground when it won 73 out of the 105 parliamentary seats. To add insult to injury, the Sinn Féin members all refused to sit in the UK Parliament in Westminster and instead met in its own parliament in Dublin, the Doyle Aaron, which you've already been introduced to. In early 1919, the Irish Republican Army formed, drawing members from the Irish Volunteers and Irish Citizens Army, and became the Army of the New Republic. World War I had ended, but the IRA was launching a guerrilla war against Britain. Deadly battles between the IRA, Royal Irish Constabulary, and Black and Tans ensued as the IRA attempted to drive the British out of Ireland and the British attempted to stop the rebellion. Bloody Sunday was a grossly brutal day of violence when the IRA killed British intelligence officers and the RIC and Black and Tans retaliated by firing into a crowd at a football match. The UK Parliament passed the Government of Ireland Act in 1920, intending to create two home rule jurisdictions in Ireland, one in Northern Ireland and one in Southern Ireland. A parliament was established in Northern Ireland, but Sinn Féin continued to protest, and the IRA perpetrated more violence. So on July 11, 1921, the IRA and British signed a truce. And in December, the Anglo-Irish Treaty established the Irish Free State, which would still be within the British Commonwealth. Ulster, or six of Ireland's northern counties, opted out and stayed with the United Kingdom. It would take until 1949 for Ireland to be officially declared a republic. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to producer Chandler Mays for all his audio work. We'll see you tomorrow.